What is going on everyone and welcome to Zed Talks where we have brief talks leading to big breakthroughs. My name is Zora, a college student who's walking into a very chaotic phase of her life full of uncertainty, a bit of anxiety, but ultimately good times as undergrad comes to a close. If you're listening to me right now, that means you're here for the ride as well. So grab your headphones, grab a snack, something to drink. Like always, I have icy orange and enjoy. What is going on everyone? Back, welcome back to another episode of Zed Talks. As you can see from the title, we are talking about swimming, my beloved sport, and I have, you know, a a real one, I, I guess I could say kind of like a sandbox type vibe, but um, I have the beautiful Alexis Council here with me today. Um, Alexis and I used to swim on a couple of swim teams together, um, but now she is a big time collegiate swimmer. So how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Like I just said, um, I just woke up. So we're just going to keep it, keep it rolling. All right. So like I said before, you know, I wanted to talk about swimming, but I want to talk about it for a real important reason, because I think that there's a lack of people who know how to swim in general. But I also think there's a lack of black people who don't know how to swim. And there's a stereotype that black girls can't get their hair wet. So I just wanted to talk to somebody who's lived their entire life getting their hair wet um, and being in the water and just what that like what that swimming is like um, is like for you as a black person. But we're not going to get straight into the, the deep stuff, but I first want to start off with something light for you. What do you think was the biggest thing that swimming taught you? Um, I would say the biggest thing that swims taught me, honestly, is to never put too much pressure on yourself. Okay. And I'm saying that because I can see the difference between when we were swimming on club versus how we were how I'm swimming now in my collegiate level. Um when we were like younger and we were swimming in club, it was more of a, all right, we had these set coaches. They told us what to do. We had to do it. That's just how it was supposed to be done. And like we had pressure coming from our parents, not really from ourselves. And so we kind of got older, like once we like got 13, 14. And that's usually the age where like a lot of girls stop swimming. And like for the fact that we kept swimming after 13, that's where like me putting a lot of pressure on myself where it was just like, okay, well, I can figure this out. I can do this. I can do that. But if things weren't working out in my head, I would get frustrated. But I didn't get as frustrated when I was younger than now. I started getting way more frustrated and pressured for myself when I got into college. Because for me, it was more of a I know I was a black girl. I have hips. I have curves. I have other stuff that other swimmers don't have that don't look like us. And especially me going to college and what you really see is just the typical straight narrow and they don't really have like the hips or the butt that we do. So like there was a time in a period where um, in college we do like two, three days um, during like our winter season where like we have this training trip. We're swimming about like two or three times a day. We're working out in between those times. We get sleep here with here and there. You just eat, sleep, breathe, swim. That's literally how it is. And like I was at a point where I was watching what I was eating, watching how I was swimming, the way that I could like critique little things. And like it was a good thing, but also a bad thing at the same time, because then it carried over into my second year of swim. And I felt like my first year of swim, I had a really rocky start, but then I did really well. But then my second year this past year, I felt like I was really on a constant like level where I was just like, okay, I was cool with it. But then when it's time for me to go to like the championships and everything, I still did good, but I knew I could have done 
better, if that makes sense. I definitely said like my freshman year was way better than my sophomore year. Cause I think for me, it was like, I was so worried about staying consistent then like, okay, I can have some rough meets. And then as long as I do good around the end of my season, I'm cool. But I was so like in that mindset, well, I had this great mindset at the end of my freshman season because that's when I started really enjoying swim again. And it was really hard for me to get back there my second year. So it was just like mm, a little wishy-washy. So I put a lot of pressure on myself and I didn't perform the way I wanted to perform. Yeah, that makes sense. You made a good point about like putting the pressure on yourself, but also like enjoying swimming. Cause I was, um, I think growing up, like once you grow up in the pool, at least for me, it was a point in time where we were all we doing was swimming. So anytime we would go to the pool or something like that, I was genuinely not knowing how to enjoy the pool. So I'd go to a pool, I'd be like, oh, you want to swim laps? And everyone's all around like playing with each other and things like that. Yeah. And it wasn't until I think I got to, college about that time where you know people were just like oh let's go to a pool party and I was just like oh okay that's different yeah where, where's the where are the flags where are the lane lines like it was yeah. things like that so I think that's a good point you made about enjoying swimming and I'm glad that you were able to do that or do you still feel as though you enjoy swimming now um I feel like that's such a like broad question to ask a swimmer because it's such a love-hate relationship with swim. And I feel like especially for me, because we started out like really, really young. And a lot of people like they either start really late or they start really young. But especially for girls, it's like you have to start young because you're not gonna see results. For guys, it's like it's weird because we've had teammates like Matt and like other people that we've seen that started in high school and went to college and swim. Like I have a teammate, his name is Julian. He didn't start swimming until he was like 15 or 16. And he's like super fast. And it's like, he just loves the sport. Like it's just because he doesn't know every single thing about it, you know? But when you grow up with the 10 plus years and you just, you hear the same thing over and over again, or certain things are getting like, you know, relearned or different ways is how to do certain things it's like okay saw that before let's try something new or like you try different like you know training tactics let's try something new and if you feel like you've done every single thing and every little thing in the book it kind of gets frustrating so it's like you know we've had so many different coaches and we've went on so many different teams with either the same coach or a different coach and like you know how our parents be like the model of a coach can only take you as far as you want to go or as far as they want to go and I feel as though like I've only had maybe about two or three coaches out our whole entire time where I feel as though I actually enjoyed swim I was getting results from swim and I was just like okay I feel like I can go a little bit further than what they're teaching me I've You've known I've gotten back toward it, like backdoored in from a lot of coaches. I've gotten a lot of like stigma from a lot of coaches, but I've only had two or three coaches where I can say like, okay, it might be a little, you know, crazy in the head, you know what I'm saying? But they mean all well and, they, and they're going to do what they say they're going to do for like me as a swimmer and my other teammates. So it's kind of like a mixed balance of trying to figure it out, honestly, but I feel like this year I'm at a place where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to relearn how to love swim because 
it's kind of sad to get to college and like have the sport kind of suck all the love from it because at that point it's just a chore yeah that was one thing Corey told me like the last year well the last year I was swimming Mm -hmm. the year was really because I just came off a good year very good year being like the first year with NCAP I was like making Tom Dolan it was like JOs you know all stars and things like that coming off on a high and then coming off the next year it was just nothing yeah and so it was like you talk about putting so much pressure on yourself I and it like my parents I guess my dad kind of was but you know how daddy's be but um it was like a point where I was genuinely Corey was like Zora you you have to stop putting so much pressure on yourself I would go in the race and be like oh my god I gained time oh my god I gained time and just just crying there and just sitting like and he was like you just gotta stop but I think that's when I fell out of love with the sport I was just like it just wasn't fun anymore but Mm -hmm. I think the good thing about that I'm glad that we got to experience was how competitive we grew up like the settings in which we grew up especially going to NCAP yeah because it was always somebody there is either somebody got moved up or somebody was in your age group like we had solid age groups and when people were always egging us to do better or is it like you know little teasing things like that mm-hmm. so that was that was one of the things that I really appreciated from when you talk about coaches that really made you feel like you could excel and actually do a little something deeper that's I, I'm forever in debt or forever grateful for Corey for that for sure oh yeah it's like it's it's kind of funny because it's just like for us which a lot of people didn't know like when we were in Prince Mont Week and the top teams were predominantly black teams and that's what a lot of people just didn't understand it was like it was our team you had Tacoma and then like you had Kingfish it was like the top three teams was predominantly black and then I think um was it Greenview or it was um some other team in Chevrolet or something like that that bumped up to a division Mm -hmm. and they were predominantly black and Asian like it was the minority groups that were a part of the a division that a lot of those other groups weren't touching. And it was kind of like an awe moment. And it was like really like cool because those coaches, like let's say like Corey might not have said anything to us, like those coaches would come talk to us. And that was kind of cool because it was just like, oh yeah, you're on the opposite team and you were to say something to me. It's just like, you can either take it with a grain of salt or you can really take in what they said to you, which was like really cool. So yeah, I definitely think the, it was really weird. Or I think it's so weird when, people talk about you know black people don't swim black people don't swim because i'm just like in prince George's county they do yeah. they definitely do in the in this in the dmv area because yeah. like when i say like what we had not only in Teresa banks and in cap but just in the in the area and like swimming even like dc area unheard of unheard of like people like i got to school and it's sober because i go to school in prince george's county and i was like interested to see what the club swim team looked like mm-hmm all white people and I was just like it, and it's just unfortunate because even working at Six Flags like now when you see the people or the lack of swimming the lack of life lifeguards in general a lot of people just don't know how to swim it just breaks my heart because it's it just carries on the stereotype that black people don't know how to swim and I really you know want to get into the work of you know maybe teaching people how to swim or just because it's just it goes so much deeper than knowing how to swim it goes like hey if you're on a yacht and let's say the yacht flips over what are you going to do? Like, it's not just it, like basic life-saving stuff, but yeah. on the topic of Black girls and swimming, I wanted to talk about a very important thing that I was kind of just touching on, but like hair. How was your hair journey throughout being a 
a swimmer? So when I started swim, I started swimming like when I was like four or five, I think when I um, joined Pride. Yeah, that was PG Sharks. Yeah, that was our first team when we were all together. Um, I originally kind of like had my hair out natural at first. Um, and then later on, um, my mom started braiding my hair, like my natural hair. And then, you know, your hair can't really take that much all the time, depending on what type of hair. And, you know, I have 4C, 4B hair. So my mom was like, okay, well, let's put some cornrows in it and put like feeder braids in it. Before, like, it was a stitch braid in or something like that, knotless braids. That, that's what it was called, feeding braids. <laughs> so, like... I was getting like feeders in my hair and that's what I had like for amount of time. And I was like, cool with that. Um, it was like really conventional. The thing was because I had my hair braided all the time until I got to maybe like high school, that's when it came a little bit difficult. Cause you know, you don't want to rock around with cornrows all the time. You don't want to always walk around with like the same like little mohawk style that you have when you was a little kid. So like kind of have to figure out like some like older looks when you, you know, get older and stuff. So I started like playing around, started doing just, I usually just, you know, my go-to, my individual braids. I had it. It was, it was long enough, but they were small enough to put in my cap. So like I, you know, cornrowed it up, put it in the cap. It was cool. Like if I had a double cap, I double cap. I really never had any issues with my hair um, until like probably like COVID hit. And that's when girl didn't know how to do her hair. I didn't know how to do like, I couldn't even tell you to do a slick back on my hair. Like I, I did not know how to do that. Like I was just like, you know, I used to go to Layla to actually do my hair. Like yeah. it was things like that. Like I did not know how to do my hair. So then like COVID, I had to learn how to do my hair. I would talk to Layla about how do I like do this, how to do that. Um, and then like when we got out of COVID and I went straight into college, I went back to doing like, you know, my individual braids and stuff because, you know, at Frostburg, there are a lot of like, you know, braiders up there. So I always like had my hair like that. And then I kind of got tired because I was just like, I love doing the braid style and I love doing different things with my hair and I don't want to permit or anything. So I was just like, and I'm so lazy with my hair too. I was just like, I need to lock it up. So I was like, at the end of my season, I was like, I'm just going to lock my hair. And that's just how it was going to be. Like I went through so many stages with my hair and I was just like, I'm just going to lock it. And I feel like that was the best decision I ever did. Like a lot of people, like they get confused because even still with my locks, you see, I, I, I switch it up all the time. I'll get braids. I'll get boho locks. Like I'll do like things like I'll slap on a wig. Like I'm doing different things even still with my locks. Um, But that was the best decision I ever did because it was just like it was cool. It was easy. And also I didn't have to always worry about like feeling like my hair was always heavy in my cap as well. And I think it was also like kind of like a game changer for me because like I started realizing, you know, when you take some, you know, hair out, some things out, you know, start losing some seconds with swim. So it was kind of cool for me. Like, I never really had issues with, you know, dealing with my hair. A lot of people, like, they always ask me, like, how I got it in a cap or something like that. Like, some people, they were just genuinely curious. And other people, it was just like, they're just asking just to be funny. Like, you don't see me put my hair in my cap, like, every single day. But it's been, like, a little nice ride. I went through a lot of stages with my hair. I Man, I've I've been so frustrated with my hair before. You know, I wanted to cut it. Like I wanted to go like 
completely like how my mom's yeah my cut my mom's cut is like that's how like low I was trying to go and like I just like stuck it through and I was like you know what I'm gonna figure it out because I don't know if I can do the short hair community I can't do that <laughs> you made like a couple good points I think when you talked about like how because we had to put our hair in braids mm -hmm. because of like to maintain your hair and just because it was a more protective style with the chlorine things like that it really held us back from knowing how to do our hair because I even now like like you said COVID was really like a time and Layla was just like I'm not doing hair anymore so I was like the first time I was just like okay I gotta learn how to do my hair mm -hmm. and you know for a while I was rocking the the updo the little ponytail and then I realized mm -hmm. I was like you can't do that because your hair breaks off Soft. and then the slick back I'm just like okay I can't do that because your hair breaks off then you was like you know you got to do a, a silk press I went through that phase and then you got heat damage. So it was just a constant battle. Of, and I think that was one thing that, you know, we just have to get better up or teaching people how mm -hmm. to do that. Or, you know, black girls, just how to maintain your hair. What are some different styles you can do? Because you also talked about, you know, we get braids, but it comes as an expense because mm -hmm. that drag holds you back. So kind of finding a middle ground on how we can, I don't know, alleviate that, that stuff. Cause you know, locking seems like a great option. And I've been thinking about it for a little minute, but, um, not everybody wants to lock their hair, you know? Yeah. So definitely got to. I mean, you could always, like, if that's also the other thing, like, if you don't like it and you, like, you know, just want to try something different, you can always comb the locks out. You don't always have to play. That's and, true. like, if you want to keep them, just cut your locks off and then, you know, do whatever you want to do for that year. If you want to reattach them, you can reattach them. I forgot you could reattach them. Mm-hmm. Huh. See, that's why I have no problem if I cut my hair because, I'm telling you, when I get in my late 20s, I'm going back to locking up. I can't do it. I just, I'm just very lazy. Like, not even lazy with, like, things, but just lazy with, like, my hair. Like, when I have my, like, hair locked up, I do my little two-strand twist style, or I just put it in a, my favorite, put it in a slick back. I'm cool. I go about my day. Or a ponytail, I'm cool. I go out by my day. Or I just have it out. Like, it's just very, like, easy to just maintain for me. And I can yeah. just get a retwist when I want to get a retwist. Yeah, I when you before this, I was literally like, "Give me ten minutes," and I was like, "Oh, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with my hair." Okay, mm -hmm. but yeah, that was a good one. Okay, I I appreciate you comment on that because I also wanted to talk about you talked about you know your ups and downs, your love and hate relationship with swimming. I wanted to get your opinion from club swim. What do you think was your favorite moment in the your entire club swim journey? And then I'm gonna tell you mine. So I think you're a part of this. Yeah, yeah. My favorite? If you don't have a favorite, give me top two. I know you at least have a top two. I feel like I have a top two. Okay. Um. Okay. This was my favorite. Okay. It ended up being my favorite moment because I was forced into the moment. But I think one of my favorite moments was, um, I think I was like 12, 13. I think I was 12 or 13. And... This is when like Lauren and like um all of like all of them were on the team. Like Sydney, all of them were on the team. And I like, you know, I always did the relays like every that end relay every single summer. And you know, they pulled me out that relay. And you know, I everyone knew I was like very upset about that because I was like, I don't understand how I can just do all that work 
and then do all that and then you just pull me out I'm like you know what it's cool so you know my mom was like listen like just trust the process like you're gonna be upset you're gonna be mad it's fine it's fine it's fine so you remember that summer like I had three individual events I had to do and I was so proud of myself because I was just like dang I became an IMer, a freestyler and a breaststroke in one meet like I was cool I was like okay cool 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 so I'm like mentally getting myself together you know this and third and all I hear is Corey talking about some hey you got your suit on <laughs> I'm about to go warm up. He was like, oh, yeah, do do a couple laps. I need you to go on this relay real quick. I said, the freestyle relay? He was like, nah, the guinea relay. Hold up. <laughs> oh, the, the medley. <laughs> yeah, I was like, medley. Um, and everybody knows it's cool to be on a relay, and it's, it's so dope to be on a relay and be on that end relay, you know, that freestyle relay. But you have to be, like, like that to get on that medley relay. And people don't know that. You That's have different. to be like that to be on that medley relay. I said, who, what am I doing? He was like, you need some freestyle. I said, but that's at the end. And he was like, you're fine. I said, Corey, I just, I, I'm about to be 13. He was like, you're fine. And you know, you with 13, 12 or 13 year old are never on that relay. It's always like you're 14 or 15, you're up on Teresa Banks on that relay. And I'm like, okay. Kevin's trying to calm me down. I'm like crying, bawling my eyes out. <laughs> oh, like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. And that's when like Raylan and Shelby and all of them were still on that team. So I was like, bro, like they like this tall and I'm yeah. this short. And like, yeah. you know, I haven't grown since I've been like at elementary school. So I'm just like, bro, like they this high. I'm like, this short. Yeah. Like I'm literally a short pancake. And Kevin's like, bro, Take this as a blessing because a lot of people don't get this. He could have asked anybody else. He could have sat there and asked all those freestylers, but he asked you for a reason. I was just like, okay, okay, I got this. I got this. And then, like, I just overreacted because all that adrenaline just rushed. And I think we ended up, like, winning that relay. And we broke, like, I think the team record and stuff. And I was like, that was such an awe moment because I think that was, like, my first time ever getting to swim with, like, Lauren and um Sydney and all of them because like I think Sydney ended up graduating and leaving and stuff yeah so like it was like very like an all moment like I always looked up to them when like I was swimming and it was just like an all moment for me to like swim with them so that was cool I think my second one was probably like <sighs> mm, yeah I don't think I have a second one maybe meeting Layla and you that's probably like the second one honestly Y'all became family. I think, honestly, like, all my moments have been crazy. And you know this. Every single story I have with Swim is crazy. Yeah. I, I, you made a good point about the medley. I never realized how intense. That was the thing. Coming from Lions Pride and going to NCAP, it was just a different level of competition. And the way, the growth that we had in such a short time frame, you were just talking about, you know, a coach can only take you so far. Mm -hmm. I was talking to my dad earlier. I was like, a couple weeks ago, I was like, what made you want to make the jump? And he was like, I felt like you all outgrew Lions Pride. And he was like talking, he was like, you know, I was talking to Asa about that too. But talking about the intensity of medleys, I remember, and it was always such like, you talk about getting moved up to like 13, 14 or 15 and up was like, I remember the first time, I think this is, I would say, this is my favorite one. At the time, you know, it's me, Raja, Arjuna, like in our group, we're like, we're the brushstrokers and we're always going head to head. And, um, oh gosh, I hope this doesn't come across as cocky, but, um, I got moved. <laughs> I hope, but, um, you know, I was just saying like the, mm -hmm. the competitiveness. Between competitiveness. Us. So I forgot, um, 
uh, Raja, she was just telling me, she was just like, just going back and forth, like, yeah, I'm going to beat you. Yeah, I'm going to beat you. And All-Stars, she was in the last heat. And I was in the second to last heat. And it's just me and lane four. And I'm just like, Zora, zone out. Lock in, zone out. Don't think about anybody else, right? So I get in the water. I do my thing. I get first, right? I'm just like, okay, whatever, right? So then the next heat happens. That's with Shelby and all of them. And, um, you know, that's the end of the thing. So we go up and see the and see the results. And I beat her in that one. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn. But just instilling that competitiveness in it, it just, but it just showed you that she fueled me to go, to go higher, even if we weren't in the same heat. And then going yeah. to that medley thing, um, one heat, I forgot, I swam up and we swam against, I don't know if you remember Gabby from Lions Pride, um, <laughs> Robinson, I think her last name was. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't, no, it was, it was Taylor. It was Taylor. I'm sorry. There's too many things, but um, it was Taylor and I was qualifying for, trying to qualify for tom dolan mm-hmm. and i haven't seen taylor since seven crossing and yeah. um that race just showed me i was just like oh this is a different type of training i'm going through because the distance that happened between us i was yeah. just, i was just like oh i i was like maybe i'm on steroids i was like i don't i don't know what's going on but, but are- i i feel as though like and you can tell me if i'm wrong though but i feel as though when we were with like when we were on Pride, Lions Pride, and Seven Crossing, I feel as though when we made the switch over to Teresa Banks and NCAT, I felt as though, me personally, I felt as though we had the speed. It was just the technique we had to get down so we can get maintain the speed. And I felt like that's why a lot of people were frustrated when all of us came because they weren't expecting us to be that fast. They're like, man, it came from like a GL level. Like, what is they doing? But like, they weren't expecting us to keep up with them. Like, don't get me wrong. There was times we've all cried from a practice or we've all like been like, are we really going to do this? Are we really yep. going to sit here and do like a hundred, a hundred? Like, we are, are we really going to sit there and do that? But like, I felt as though, yeah, the coaches that we did have, like during Lions Pride and Pride, that era, like I feel as though they helped us in some type of way. But, you know, reaching that point, and I feel like that moment when we transitioned, it was the right point to leave. Because I honestly, I feel like if we stayed an extra year, we wouldn't have went where we were. We would have just like going down, honestly. Yeah. My thing was, I never had like, you know, because, you know, you know how they were with me. They were famous with aging me up for some odd reason. And I never Who got. Maya. The, <laughs> yeah. Like I never had the time to like actually stay in my age group. So when we went over to, you know, Severn Crossing and they were like, oh, no, nah, we got too many like 11, 12s and, you know, um, 13, 14. So, you know, I got to stay in my age group. So I was like, you don't got to tell me twice. But, you know, that also came back with, I'm not going to say consequences, but like backlash on my end because, you know, parents started complaining about oh she's too fast and da, 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 why can't she just swim with them you know da, da, da. but it's like my first time and you know like Sydney was my first time I ever had like competition for real like yeah. that was my first time ever having like competition and it was friendly competition until it like you know until it wasn't you know what I'm trying to say but yeah. like I never really had like another person that I could be like okay I can train with them cool 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 and they were in my age group like Y'all are like older than me. I was hanging with the big dogs for real, for real. Like I was always hanging out with y'all. And like, I was always the youngest in my group or Layla was like me and Layla were always the youngest, but I never had someone I could like train with because 
I never got to train with like Layla and Caleb and them because they weren't in the same group as me. I was always with y'all. I was always the youngest in the group. So it was just very like an awe moment for me. Like I actually do have somebody that's in my age group and I can compete with and I can do that with. And it was cool. And then, you know, when we went to Teresa Banks and um, Severn Crossing, it was kind of the same way with like NCAP. It was like, they like, it was funny because like Tisha always said like, it was a blessing in disguise that we came over there because they've never seen them work as hard until we came over there. And I felt like it was like, okay, we just added new family members to the group and now everyone's going to like work together and figure it out and everything. And it was like really cool. And like summertime, it was like way more amazing because it was just like, not only like, I felt like instead of us competing with each other, we were competing with other people from different teams finally. And we made those bonds and those like cool, like interactions with them. It was like, dang, like I just lost, but like that person is like, cool as heck like I I still want to talk to them you know and like it was very like a cool moment and like in our lives like that era that we were swimming in like they can never understand they can never understand now that era that we were in with Prince Mont they would never understand like the kids now would never understand that era I don't think we'll ever see that from a team again I don't think like even when before us Teresa Banks longevity and Mm -hmm. the championships that they got I, I don't think we'll ever see that in Prince Mount Swim League and in a swim, at least in Maryland, I don't think we will. Because, yeah. like I like you said, like when we joined, we were just like, I'm just trying to make sure I join, I get on the team. Yeah. Make sure I get a spot. You know? Yeah, she had tryouts. I've never had that before. Tryouts. I remember tryouts so vividly. And I was just like, are we trying out right now in front of all these people? Yeah. Thinking, and I feel like, and I feel like for me, it was a very like, it was a very humbling moment for me because it was just like, I was so used to working out with y'all and being in the same group with y'all. And I wasn't in the same group with y'all at first. So I was like, dang, like, what you trying to say? I suck or something? And it wasn't that. You know, that's when I understood that Tisha's and like the way they broke down, it was never a speed thing. It was never a speed thing. It just showed, I think Tisha was a technique person. Tisha was definitely a technique person. And looking back on it, I definitely wish I went was Tisha at first because I just think she I, I love Corey love Corey I there was a different dog in Tisha that I just never got the chance to I remember she was a distance swimmer of course there's gonna be I remember we were in one Corey wasn't there and we had Tisha and everybody was just like oh my god and I'm all excited I was like yeah Tisha right that was the worst practice I've ever been to. Oh, wait, is that when she combined the practices yes, together? Yes, yes. And y'all were like so mad. I, like, I just never, y'all looking at us like, how are y'all still going? But it's like, we it were was, you were so conditioned. Insane. Yes. You all were conditioned. So I definitely think that there was a different, a different competitiveness, but friendly competitiveness, like you said, until mm-hmm. again, get friendly. Um, but a, definitely a competitiveness and just a desire to not be replaced or overranked by somebody. Um, that just kept us going and that's what continued it out until you know it started to die out when people high school you know things like that and that's one of my, I would think say like before we wrap it up I would say like that's one of my biggest regrets and um that was probably quitting when I did I definitely regret it because in the moment I was like okay you know military me this gonna work out and um you know it was just like I my I lost a lot aside from losing the sport that I love but just that bond and that family that you know we had and it was weird because I remember the because Layla was still swimming but that summer I went 
and I just saw everybody and I just felt so outcasted. Um, and I was just like, damn, <laughs> this is what you did. So I think that is a great experience, but I just wanted to get, before we wrap it up, I wanted to get one thing that you wish you did differently when it comes to swimming. I think one thing I wish I I did differently, I think probably like carried my emotions differently. Okay. How so? And um, I'm saying that because like, like, you know, um, a lot of parents really didn't like like they liked me at first until like I started, started being their kids, kids. yeah yep. <laughs> and like and it was very like hard because like you know y'all and you you and Layla have held me before like there's times where like I would have to wait until we would like walk out of the place and then boohoo cry because of what a parent said and then it would like trickled onto their kid towards me and mm-hmm. like it would just be like very like frustrating for me because like y'all would see like there would be times I practice I would not talk to anybody or like I would be like I should have handled my emotions better where it was as okay they might have an issue with me and I might have an issue with them but I shouldn't take it out on everybody else if that made sense like it wasn't fair to everyone else to feel the cold shoulder that I was getting from like a specific person or a specific parent so I probably should have like kind of carried my emotions better I feel like I did kind of a good job with that but like at the same time I know I could have done better but I was I was younger and I, I was let's say you were like 14 13 yeah 15. and I was and I was very petty in my ways <laughs> yeah I think that's a good one to make but also just showing like it got serious like at some people was about to fight over that type of stuff like you know my mom is not a fighter is she not a real fighter? But she told me one time that she was about to get down and dirty with somebody else. Like, yes. For parents, like, and it's like, it's so bad because it's like, it's not even the kids, it's the parents. They're mean. <laughs> They're yeah. so mean. And I'm just like, why would you ever say that about someone else's kid? But, you know, it's just, that's just how they feel in those like type of like, you know, environments and things yeah. are said. And it's just like really like crazy. Yeah. I mean, for anybody who thinks that swimming doesn't get intense, it does. It definitely does. People only think, you know, people are like that at basketball games and football games with kids, but it's it's with any type of thing. But, you know, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me, Alexis. I have to remind myself not to call you the other name. Um, I think, I would, yeah, I have to stop because it's like ingrained in there. But you know, I really appreciate you coming on. I think, you know, we don't get to shine enough light on what you have accomplished because you are a collegiate swimmer. Like that is a big, big deal, especially as a black person. And I think, you know, we just need more representation of that. And I just wanted to tell you personally, I think you're doing an amazing job. I'm so Thank proud you. that you've continued mm-hmm. on that. Um, it's like, like you said, like it's been a little journey and I'm so glad that, you know, I've been able to see it, be a part of it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let you know that, give you your flowers. Cause I know definitely being in a certain league when you have people who don't necessarily look like you all the time, that kind of make it a little bit discouraging. So yeah, I gotta keep going now because everybody in our group stopped swimming. And when they got to college, they definitely stopped swimming. Like I'm the last one. I'm yeah. literally the last one. So yeah. I can't quit now. <laughs> you can't quit. And you're almost there. You're going to like you're you're almost there. So you know, you got it. And you're doing this, you're doing the damn thing. You're doing a great job. So Thank I'm you. to you with that. But that is it for this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like always, make sure you all check in with the Instagram to stay tuned for updates on the podcast and things like that. 
Um, we also have an episode talking about like on the topic of black hair called, uh, ooh, what is it called, Zora? I don't know how it's called, but I will, you'll see the episode. So stay tuned for that one too. Um, and like always, appreciate you all so much and I'll see you all in the next episode.